Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. We're going to talk about another Pain to Power person of the week, uh, Selena Soul. Selena Soul is the Pain to Power person of the week this time. And it uh, takes us uh, to a discussion of transgender athletes. So Selena Soul, she's the pain to power person of the week. Why? Because she's suing uh, the Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference, CIAC. The Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference. Get ready to email. No, just kidding. You can look them up, though, and email them. Because... This athletic conference insisted that Ms. Soul, who has completed high school now at Glastonbury High in Connecticut, so they insisted that she compete against transgender women. So in other words, men biologically, young men in high school, uh, who asserted that they are female and embarked on some journey, not necessarily completing the journey, but they say we're female. Uh, That's enough, by the way, apparently, to say it and perhaps dress that way is enough uh, to then compete in sports against girls. Now, Selena Soul, who has so much courage courage beyond her years, although there are certainly very young people with lots of courage, but she has, man, she has a lot of it. She sued because, you know what, because she was competing against these biological young men, uh, she wasn't able to compete at the New England Regional Championships. Uh, And that has consequences in our sports-obsessed world, which, you know, hey, sports is great, but in any case, it has consequences because if you can't compete at the highest levels of your sport in high school, it has implications for what kind of athletic scholarships you might get to college, whether you'll get into the college of your choice, and it just has self-esteem implications. Why do we run races against one another? Well, because winning feels good, and we like to actually pit one another against each other, pit ourselves against each other, because we want to figure out who's the best. It's a human quality. Uh, Now, unfortunately, though, in Connecticut at Glastonbury High and all over the nation now, and you can fault President Biden for this in part because he embraces this, uh, you know, say what you will about him. He has good qualities. He has bad qualities. One of the bad stances that he's taking is to say, sure, whatever gender you identify with, that's the gender that you should compete as in sports. Uh, in order to avoid prejudice. But the trouble is there's baked in prejudice in that because basically you're saying, listen, as long as you feel female or male, uh, you can compete as that in sports. What it meant for Selena Soul, who is the pain to power person of the week, is that she uh, lost out on the opportunity to compete at the highest levels and she lost out, no doubt, on some opportunities Uh, to attend schools that she might have liked to or to be awarded scholarships that she might have wanted to be. And uh, she's joined by two other 
female athletes, by the way, who feel similarly. And they're represented by uh, a heroic team uh, that uh, is uh, defending them or, or putting forward this lawsuit called the Alliance Defending Freedom. The general counsel there is Kristen Wagoner. Uh, you may have seen her on uh, various talk shows or news channels. Um, so Kristen Wagoner, general counsel at the Alliance Defending Freedom, is putting forward this lawsuit for Ms. Soul. Ms. Soul should win. And why? Because, listen, the truth always wins. And we don't have to really get into transgender rights. I, I don't think so. Whether, whether you believe that people can be born into the wrong bodies or not, that's a separate discussion, to me at least. Look, some people assert and go through hell, by the way, surgeries, hormonal manipulation, etc. They assert that they're born into the wrong bodies. That's a discussion we can have at some other time, whether in the future we'll look back at those assertions as a worthy starting place for all these plastic surgeries and, and injections of hormones, or whether we'll look back and say that was a total misadventure of the medical community, and that in fact these folks had other psychological conditions that led them to believe that they had been born into the wrong bodies. But I digress, I digress, because really let's stick with interscholastic sports, okay? It would seem obvious to me that the truth of the matter is that simply asserting you are female or even beginning some hormonal manipulation, but still having testosterone running through your bloodstream and a heart that's bigger, right? Men tend to have bigger hearts. They have musculature that's different, bone structure that's different than women. That's why biological males should be competing against biological males. It's, it's, not, it's not relevant as to which group you compete against. You can assert, we're not going to, you know, stop you from saying, I'm female, but if you want to run a race, we're going to go with your body, I would say, and your DNA, because it's just fair. I don't even know what kind of a person, frankly, in terms of character, integrity, and, 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 and goals. What, what is the goal of putting yourself up against people who are at a deficit because they're truly biologically female? Their bone structure, their muscular structure, their DNA, the fact that they have estrogen, not testosterone, in abundance. Why would you put yourself up against them? And when, again and again, why? Because we started this whole fake culture. That winning isn't winning. You didn't win anything. You ran an unfair race, I would argue, and you, you got a trophy. And we've been giving out trophies to people as young people in grade school and high school who we knew didn't deserve them. And so what did we do? We seeded the field, right? Track and field in this case, but we seeded the field of human thought and self-reflection with fantasy and fiction instead of fact. The truth, again, as I say, always wins. It might be more painful to come in fourth or seventh running a race against other biological males but that's a real race. 
if you run against biological females when you're biologically male and you win, how do you even hold that trophy over your head? How do you get a ribbon put around your neck and not feel like a fraud? Somebody's got to reach out. And this is not, listen, these are young people. They're not evil, but they are misguided because they're not being made to become the strongest people they could. You could say, listen, yeah, it takes strength. You know, you're declaring who you are and then you're, you're running with your cohort, your gender that you believe you are. That takes some courage. Well, of a certain kind, but it's misguided. And the minute that you accept the first place ribbon or trophy, the minute you break the tape in the 100-yard dash as a biological male running against females, you've defeated yourself. Self in big letters, S-E-L-F, capital letters, self. You've defeated yourself because you're no longer consistent with the truth. And only being consistent with the truth will do. Nothing else will do. And so my message to the folks who are running those races would be, listen, you're doing yourself no favor. My message to uh, Ms. Soul is you're an example to the rest of us, a wonderful example of having courage. The race that you're running, you win it anyhow, okay? Because you're willing to endure. You're willing to say what you think. You're willing to stand up for what you believe. That's the pain to power message. She's an inspiration. But this transgender phenomenon in girls sports is going to destroy girls sports. And it gets a little uglier when you stop thinking about track and field. Okay, so everybody wants to reduce everything to the one example at hand that's the most convenient. And uh, the supporters of biological males competing against biological females in female sports, okay, gets a little less pretty, and it isn't a pretty picture, okay, at all. But it gets even worse when you think, well, wait, what, wait, what if it isn't track and field? What if we're talking about boxing? And what if we've got a golden gloves boxer who's very capable as a young man, who decides, you know, uh, I am not a young man. I'm a female. I'm a young woman. And decides, I want to compete against other young women in boxing. Well, that's going to be very painful to watch because there's no truth to it. And how you raise your hand above your head and how any referee would do it without quitting, I don't know. And that can be a pretty bloody scene, especially if we took it beyond interscholastic points, uh, uh, beyond interscholastic sports, and brought it to the collegiate boxing level or the pro boxing level. Can you imagine a heavyweight champion pro boxer who's male demanding that he not be prejudice against because he's now female and he wants to compete against female boxers. Now, I mean no disrespect, but there ain't no way that a male heavyweight champion of the world in boxing isn't going to defeat a female top-ranked heavyweight fighter who's a boxer. It's just not happening. And, and it's a, it would be a spectacle. 
what would what sort of spectacle would it be? Well, number one, it's dangerous and 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 it could lead to well, first of all, the decimation of female sports is part of that. Um, it could lead to horrible injuries. So it's not just running a race anymore. It's um, hitting the canvas, okay, or having a horrible head injury. But you'd say, well, you know, the, the liberals will say, those who support this kind of insanity, okay, support insanity because that's what this is, delusional insanity. Those who support having track and field athletes who are male, biologically, you got to add that or I'll get canceled. I've been canceled once or twice. Like it can't be fun for me to be canceled a third time, but I'm getting kind of used to it. So I might as well just say what I think, which I always have, which I want you to do, because that's the pain to power way, right? So you think about boxing and you think, okay, what's that going to be like? What's wrestling going to be like when Instead of it, instead of it being females who want to wrestle men, because biological females, right? You got to say that. Oh God, I'll be canceled again. What will that be like? Terrible, right? Not so bad anymore. I mean, I'm getting used to it. I'm like a cat, got at least three lives because I've been canceled a couple times. But anyhow, so what would that be like if a biological male, who's the best wrestler in the male category, says, I'm not male, I'm female, I want to wrestle biological females. Well, that's just an abomination. That's, there's nothing wonderful about that. That's not called being free and declaring your individuality. That's called taking advantage and not getting it. Just not seeing that if you win a wrestling match against the best biological female, when you're the best biological male, you didn't win. But see, that hasn't that, that hasn't the same weight as it once did because we're living lives of fiction on Facebook. We're trained to uh, put up little reality show versions of ourselves. We create, so there are people who are creating second lives on secondlife.com where they turn themselves into avatars. We're all becoming a bit like avatars, not ourselves, not grounded in our bodies. And that's what I'm sorry to say. That's what the left wants. They don't want people to be grounded. They don't want people to be themselves. They want people to worry over which gender they might really be. Believe it or not, it's really true. They want you to worry about that. I don't want you to worry about that. I want you to be comfortable and certain and courageous and willing to endure some pain to get to the most powerful parts of yourself. Selena Soul is one of those people. That's why she's the pain to power person of the week this week. Okay, but beyond that, beyond that, um, I want to make it clear that this is a road really to nowhere. And it's the leading edge of the kind of mind bending that's happening in our culture. I don't have to politicize it. I can just say it's happening in our culture where people are being made to say, yeah, we're, we're winners, um, even though, no, you're really not if you have musculature of a man and testosterone and lung capacity of a man and, and the heart musculature of a man and you're beating women and taking home a ribbon or putting your hand over your head in a boxing match. And why, here's the other question I always ask, and nobody seems to really want to talk about it. But why do we have to be bound 
if we're going to go with this cultural bending phenomenon, why do we have to be bound by our chronological age? If I'm 19 or 20, and I, um, and I really feel emotionally and psychologically more like 11, and I really feel more comfortable around 11-year-olds, and my maybe even my um, reading um, level is that of an 11-year-old. It's been tested. And uh, my, the, the way I dress is as an 11-year-old might, not as a 20-year-old would. Am I able to compete in sports against 11-year-olds as a 20-year-old? Because I'm 11, right? Well, of course not, you'd say. Well, why not? We're living in a culture that allows you to do it with gender. You can enter competitive sports as the gender of your choice. Why am I being laced down to my chronological age as if that's supposed to define me? Why? It's no more real than DNA, is it? You say I've been on the planet 20 years? Well, wait, here's one. I'm 59, right? Why can't I collect Social Security? Maybe I feel 70. Some days I do, by the way, right? Some days I feel like I'm 30 or 25, but some days I feel like I'm 70. And if those days start to win and I start hanging out with older people and my concerns are those of older people and I really feel in my soul, deep in my soul that I'm 75, I should get Social Security, shouldn't I? I mean, I'm going to sue the federal government if they withhold it from me. Maybe I'll, you know... Get retirement from a company. I'm not working. I'm working for myself. But, you know, let's say I were working for a company and there was a retirement package that came when you were 75. And they made the mistake. I'm sorry. It came when you were 60. I'm I'm getting all the numbers wrong. They're messing with my mind. Okay, so maybe you can retire when you're 60, but you're 50. And your pension comes when you're 60. Okay, well... That doesn't make much sense now, does it? I could assert that I'm 60 and I, and I should get all the, all the uh, advantages that accrue to somebody of that age. I don't think so. And I don't think that uh, transgender athletes should be competing in anything other than that gender division that corresponds with their biology because it's a fact of life. Sorry, you may say that your soul is that of a female. We can have that discussion another time, but your body isn't. Your DNA just isn't. And then you get to race. Rachel Donizal, who said she was black, and everybody got on her back, and they said, oh, this is horrible. She's been posing as a black person. I know, I'm hitting all the... uh, political issues here, but I can't help it because they're part of the truth. So Rachel Donizal said she was a black person. Why didn't everyone just cheer and say, you finally know who you are? Congratulations. We'll give you every benefit that would accrue to somebody who has lived the authentic experience of a black person in America. Now that's called cultural appropriation, isn't it? The left doesn't like that. But there is absolutely, if we're going to be intellectually honest, if you want to be tattooed head to foot, a different color, 
And you say that deep in your soul, that's the color you feel and you know it. You were born into the wrong skin. It's a direct analogy to gender. Sorry. It's intellectually dishonest to say it is not. It absolutely is. There is no difference. Period. End of discussion. I refuse to believe that asserting that you're female when you're biologically male or, or, or male when you're biologically female, that that is different than uh, saying that you're Caucasian when you're born African-American or African-American when you're born Caucasian. It's, it's an absolute, absolute symmetry there. So in any case... I hope that more and more people and, and that people who believe in pain to power will object to the mind-bending that's going on, the fact that some folks in their minds, and a vast minority of people, say, I'm female and I should therefore be able to compete in female athletics, even though I'm biologically male. Respecting their thoughts and feelings should not come at the expense of the rest of us having to believe something that is patently untrue. That's what I'm saying. And if it's more painful to have to stand with what you believe in, in that way, well, then so be it. People may call you names. I'm sure Selena's soul is getting lots of emails and letters and everything else and texts saying what a bad person she is. And she's not. She's in the right. She's a powerful person. And that should teach us all something. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times, making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978 462 1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.